match. And if you can't work a match with William Regal, you should be back to the power plant. And this would be a lot of stupid shit. And, and that's part of kind of, you know, it's part of why we like watching this shit, talking about it. So. <laughs> you sold it pretty decently, but I think it's going to suck arts. This is going to be a fucking wild ride. Sean wants the Britney Bear-ass buffet. Woman with big tits. I forgot about the Yapappy strap. You think the master was a good student athlete? Alright, we're going to slide one to the top of the mountain. We're going to slide back down on the other side to see how it happens, right? And I don't know why we're even doing this. Clark has been here for 33 years. Clark, come on here. What is she going to do? Boob him to death? That's such a fucking amazing movie. I'm going to slide one into the mountain. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride the master back down to base camp. Diego Tanda. This is the year of Duke and Rogue. I'm your host, Duke Bags. Kevin Rogue. And he's Kevin Rogue. Excited to join you for a new season here. Or are we? This is going to be a painful season. Yeah, man, this is going to be great. It's going to be like uh, playing nutball again. It's going to be fantastic. I didn't really enjoy nutball, man. Oh, grow up. Yes, you did. Funny, sure. Yeah, that's all it needs to be. It's uh, When it's hitting somebody else's nuts. Right. When it's hitting your nuts, it ain't no fun. <laughs> yeah, it's going to hit us right in the nuts, man. This would be great. Whatever you say, man. Hey, man, through pain comes pleasure. So this pain train that, we, that we're covering here is Starcade 1999 through the end of WCW. Yes. So we're going to have 16 pay-per-views that we cover, and then we're also going to cover the final Thunder and Nitro. So this is going to be a long season. Yeah. Quite an undertaking of a lot of shitty stuff. This is the biggest, uh, yeah, the biggest one that we've uh, we've tackled thus far, and I, I again, I've said it to you numerous times already. I can't wait to watch all this horrible shit with you. Yeah, I remember you said that. I'm gonna keep saying it. All right, so this is our preview episode. We're gonna make some predictions. We kind of know what's gonna happen, but <laughs> the company's I, gonna the company's gonna close down. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> You know, it's not it's not going to be a happy ending for WCW. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but nevertheless, I actually around this time is kind of when I tuned out the WCW, me and yeah. half of their audience. Yeah. So a lot of this is actually going to be fresh to me. So that part I'm excited about, I guess. 
Yeah, it was. So when WCW, I was definitely not, I was still paying attention, but extremely loose attention, I guess. And the, the hard part was, is that they started grabbing guys that like, I generally like to watch. Uh, so like Chris Candido, Mike Awesome, like when those, I guess, left the guys that didn't go to WWE after ECW closed down, when those guys started popping up, I was pretty excited. Uh, but it, it really, the, the shows were so bad. It was hard to, it was hard to tune in weekly. Uh, I definitely watched more Thunder during this time than I did uh, Nitro, even though I still recorded them all. I didn't necessarily go back and always watch them all. I've seen, I believe, the majority, if not all, of these pay-per-views that we've covering, but it's been a, quite a long time. So it's it's exciting, man. This is this is hands down some of the worst storytelling and in-ring product that I can remember, and it's I'm so happy about it. I'm happy for you. Me too. So it's been three years since we left off. You'd mentioned Thunder. Thunder wasn't here when we left off. That was, that's kind of a new thing. Yeah. And, man, they got more television than, than ever before, and it's going to be impossible to keep up with all this shit, but we're going to try. We'll do our best. So among the highlights of the year to come, I, I happen to know that there's upwards of 30 world title changes. <laughs> that's exciting. Vacancies. Yeah. On paper, it's exciting. I mean, I could kind of understand where they were coming from just from a little bit. It's like, okay, we got titles changing all the time. People have to tune in. It kind of makes sense. Uh, not really, but I understand where you're coming from. But the, the way it was, man, man, I saw a program they... once just dedicated to the year 2000 title changes yeah and it's absurd we're, we're gonna it, cover it all it's 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 something else they hot potatoed pretty much all their championships i know at one point they vacated all their championships i at one point i think hogan had a program with billy kidman there was sure the hoax hoaxer dressed up kind of like a biker with an f-u-n-b vest on like there's a lot of just far out shit that happens I think Kidman got a couple of wins over the Hawkster. Yeah, good for him, man. All right, so like a lot of our preview shows, we're gonna we're gonna pick some of what our highlights and lowlights are gonna be, and we're gonna just give you a kind of a preview of some of the shows we're gonna be covering. So should we go with the shows first, or you wanna you wanna make some predictions? Uh, dealer's choice, man. Whatever you wanna do, I'm ready. All right, let's do a quick quick rundown of the shows. All right. All right. First show, Starcade 99. Yeah, sucks a bag of dicks. The main event on this one, Bret Hart versus Goldberg. Yep. 1999 sounds like a can't-miss ordeal right there. We'll find uh, out Gold how they miss it. Not with Goldberg. He was the, big, he was the hottest thing around, man. I'm the hottest thing around. What's next? Next, we got sold out. Got Chris Benoit taking on Double J in that one. Ladder, ladder match? I'll have to double check that. Yeah. We got Super Brawl. Not just any Super Brawl. Super Brawl 2000. 
Well, that's exciting. When you add 2,000, it makes it better, doesn't it? The Super Brawl from last season was Super Brawl 6, so they've come a long way since then. That one's got a triple threat with Sid, Brett the Hitman, and Double J for the title. Nice. Then we got Uncensored. Ooh, did they actually go Uncensored with this Uncensored? Because I don't remember. I'm looking forward to, to that because that, that that's it's a chance to improve from what we saw last time around. Accurate, yeah. That one is headlined by the Yapapai strap match. Oh, the Ric Flair. <laughs> the Yapapi, huh? <laughs> yep. I forgot about the Yapapi strap. So we should mention that the, for the first couple few shows, the Hulkster is out of the picture. Yep. And I don't think the NWO is even a thing right now, but we'll, no. we'll get to that. So Hulkster makes his triumphant return in this Yapapai strap match. It's the Nature Boy Ric Flair. And we got Spring Stampede. Okay. And it is at this pay-per-view where we get all new champions. Okay, so this is when Bishow and Bishow. <laughs> Russo, Russo and Bischoff, I just combined them and made them Bishow. All right. So it, this is it when, must be. Yeah, this is when that super couple Bishow, when they decided to, to take everybody's belts away from them and their pants right. fell down. I right. gotcha. We got Slamboree. Is this the Slamboree? Is this a Slamboree with that? Like everything is. Uh, no, never mind. It's the Great American Bash. I think. I think the Great American Bash is like no. Like every match is like a weird ass stipulation match. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Slamboree has the Triple Cage. Oh shit! Yeah, Triple Cage, me babe. With Double J, David Arquette, and DDP battling for that World Heavyweight Championship. Nice. So right around this time, we're going to have to slip slide in a little bit of ready to rumble action. I don't know if we need to do a full episode on it, but it deserves a mention for sure. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit. So keep tuning into the year of to get all the great takes. Yeah. Tune into the show to get the great takes, squirrel nuts. Next up, we got the Great American Bash, where you happen to think that something happened. Right? Isn't yeah? Isn't uh, like uh, is it Great American Bash where they like every single match had some type of fucking weird stipulation? Like I know there's a tables match, maybe maybe a human torch match or something like that with Stinger of Vampiro. I don't remember for sure, but it was one of those where I watched it and it felt like it should be uncensored, but it was. It might have been Great American Bash. I might be getting shit all mixed up, but it was one of these these classic pay per views where it's like, nope, every fucking matches some kind of a weird shit going on i'm just checking to see this might be the one where 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 vampiro took on the stinger 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 uh it is it is okay yeah good and that one we also got a father-son match taking on david flair and we get Hollywood Hogan taking on Billy Kidman. Ooh, Hollywood style. Hollywood style. You got Mike Awesomes on this one, too. This this might not be a bad card, actually. We'll see. If it's the one that's got just a every match has got some type of weird stipulation surrounding it, then it, it might suck ass. But we'll see. Every match except for the father's, well, father's son is kind of a stipulation. 
So yeah, yeah. I guess every every match is a special match of some sort. So okay, well, that's going to be intriguing. So, uh, that ought to be a treat. Then we got the Bash at the Beach, one of the more infamous pay per views. Oh yeah, this is the uh, Jarrett lays down. That's the one. Yeah. And then about a month and probably five, six title changes later, we got New Blood Rising. Booker T, Booker T facing Double J. Okay. Then we got Fall Brawl, the War Games. Yeah. Did they do a War Games match for that? I know they got Booker T defending against Kevin Nash for the title. Tell you that much. Well, Booker T's a stud. I'm assuming they had the, the war games. Maybe it was like the New Bloods versus. Do, do you remember what the two factions were? It was the New Bloods and like the old guys, right? Yeah, I think they did like a, maybe it was the Millionaires Club or something like that. They got the Filthy Animals versus the Natural Born Thrillers. That's the war games match? That's a. Uh, that's like a Survivor Series match. I'm not seeing a War Games match. That doesn't shock me either because that they, they were doing everything just so fucking weird at this time. Where like let's have Fall Brawl War Games and not have a War Games match. It sounds like it. It sounds stupid because it is, but it's exactly what they were doing at this this point. This one also featured a scaffold match. I don't remember this at all. Between Shane Douglas and Billy Kidman? No way. I have not seen them. Maybe I've never seen that one. That should be we got, fun. We got a couple of your guys here in a bunkhouse brawl. Mike Awesome taking on Double J. Those are definitely my guys. Elsewhere, we got Hugh Rection. Yeah, I got one right here. <laughs> Challenging for that U.S. heavyweight title. I think he might have made that the Canadian championship, didn't he? Hugh Uh Lance Storm. Yeah, that sounds right. So that's probably a highlight of the year. Lance Storm's awesome. Stud. I mean, we got Misfits in action. We got three count. We got them all here. Moving right along, we got Halloween Havoc. Take a wild guess what the main event of this is. You'll you'll never get it i probably won't i'm gonna go i'm gonna toss out like i'm gonna say terry funk and rick flair think a handicap match handicap match psycho sid versus scott hall and terry funk is Terry Funk in there anywhere? <laughs> That's a good guess. Terry Funk is not in here. Okay. I bet he was mucking around the hardcore division, though. Probably. Is Sid? Is Sid in the main event? No. But it's a handicap main event. Yep. Eric Bischoff versus Hulk Hogan and Abdullah the Butcher. No, that one sounds a lot more intriguing than what we've got, though. <laughs> I'm just tossing out. So you said I'd never guess it. So I'm just trying to put combinations together. <laughs> what, what, the, what the fuck is it? It is Goldberg against Chronic. That's the main event? Yes. 
Oh boy. I bet they probably sold like seven of those pay-per-views. Elsewhere we got your guy Double J taking on the Stinger. Booker T taking on Scott Steiner for that world heavyweight title. Okay. So not all is lost. The Boogie Knights. Hey, those are your guys. Yeah, my guy Disco, your guy Alex Wright. Combining yeah. forces. Yeah, Disco just dragging him down. And this is the first we've seen of the hardcore title, I believe. The uh got Sergeant Awall, you know him. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I do. Fucking <laughs> 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 I hated the misfits in action. They take they took like regular guys and just gave them fucking miserable names. I'm Next surprised they didn't, have, they didn't have like a, a guy in that fucking group called Hair E Balls. <laughs> they just had the worst fucking names. Wasn't Booker T in there for a bit? Yeah, he was GI Bro. Uh, yeah, right next to <laughs> sweet ass butts. <laughs> and such. There's like a guy like, like oh, what's his name? Hugh Morris. Well, why don't we make up general uh, huge erection? <laughs> it's, it's like it's fucking miserable. They, I, I'm so sur- I'm very shocked that they didn't have a hairy balls or a or a you know sensual Jane Monarch. <laughs> they should add something in there. They had a major guns, right? Yeah. It's like they didn't even do anything like it wasn't even creative, like the way that they tried to like hide the names of what they were talking about. No. You know what I mean? Like it was like woman with big tits. Major guns. Yeah. Elsewhere we got private slash major stash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's our guy Van Hammer. We had Lieutenant Loco, your guy Chavo. Yeah, my guy Chavo. Corporal Cajun. Oh, yeah, Lash LaRue. Lash LaRue, yep. And of course, huge erection and Sergeant AWOL, so. Of course. I mean, our, so that's the fall brawl. A lot to look forward to there. Yeah. Next up, we would cover Millennium Final, but that is a German-only pay-per-view that I cannot find anywhere, so. Kind of glad we're not covering it. Yep. <laughs> Next up, we got Mayhem. Uh, Remember Mayhem? The, I was going to say the name after the video game, right? I think it was a video game. Yeah. I think it was Pretty also close. a like soundtrack for him. Could have been, no. You remember that? Uh, the don't turn your back on the wolf pack theme. Yeah. Yeah. And that Megadeth ripper. Like get in the ring or something like that. I forget what it was called. Crush him. Yeah. yeah, I think it was the, the crush him song. Yeah. Crush him. Get crushed. Crushed. Crush him. Crush him. <laughs> so at Mayhem, which is taking place right around thanksgiving was that benoit's last pay-per-view 
that one features Scott Steiner and Booker T. I, I want to say Benoit was gone before. Okay. Because didn't he? I think he left right after he won the title. Yep. Like vacated the title. Mm-hmm. So it's certainly possible. But so that took place at this arena in uh, Milwaukee, the US, U.S. Cellular Arena, with a capacity of 12,700. They put 3,900 asses in the seats. Holy shit. So they got a quarter of the place full. A quarter of the place full. Man. That's exciting. That's exciting. (laughs) Then we got Starcade 2000, the final. 18th and final. Yeah. That one drew about half of a house. (laughs) things are getting getting better oh yeah uh, unedited unpredictable unreal Starcade that sounds like a good tagline for uncensored but not Starcade that one's got your guys psycho Sid taking on Scotty Steiner okay also I'm curious about this match because this Goldberg, Goldberg and Luger, mm-hmm. a couple guys you don't want to see, really. Nope, no. Kind of wondering what they're going to do there. Uh, probably might, might be match up. of the year. Who knows? Probably wrestle very poorly, but we'll see. We also got Mike Awesome and Bam Bam Bigelow in an ambulance match. Ooh, somebody call an ambulance. Oh, your guy Cherry Funk. He's in this one. Was it, uh, is this him versus Kevin Nash? No, it's Terry Funk taking on Crowbar. Okay. I I know Terry Funk and Kevin Nash fought at one of these pay-per-views because I woke up one night uh, just in the middle of the night and on my TV, there was the WCW pay-per-view and it was Kevin Nash and Terry Funk fighting each other in like a hardcore match. And it kept me up for a little bit. When the match ended, I stayed up for a little bit trying to figure out why Terry Funk and Kevin Nash would ever fight each other in a hardcore match. So in Crowbar's corner is Daphne. Moment of silence. Absolutely. So the next next show is Sin. Oh, Sin. Gonna Sin with Chaos. WCW Sin. Gonna Sin. So this is taking place of sold out. Okay. But that doesn't make any is So I'm guessing that the NWO 2000 is back and already gone at this point because if the NWO... 2000 if they were still trying to do that by the time sold out ran it was around they wouldn't want to get rid of sold out and replace it with Sion. they just don't want to just do sold out so that's int- intriguing it's gonna be a wild ride man yeah main event in this one oh this is another one of the more infamous moments here this one's got a mystery man psychosid 
Scott Steiner and Double J in a four corners match. All right. Interesting. I believe that's when somebody talks Sid into going up to the top. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> so we got that to look forward to. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. <laughs> All right, let's keep rolling. I'm just seeing if there's anything on the... uh, Not much on the undercard to look forward to here. Okay. Totally buffed. Is that the the package and buff? Yeah. To take team nobody ever needed in their lives. Team Canada and the, the Young Dragons. That should be pretty fun. All right, let's... Let's get away from this show. Next up, we got Super Bowl, Super Brawl Revenge. Oh, Revenge. Super Bowl Revenge. That one's got Scott Nine, Scott Niner. Scotty Niner. Scotty Niner's on this card. <laughs> Taking on Big Sex Kevin Nash. Ooh, Big Sex and the Niner, right? That was at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium. They sold what, twelve hundred tickets? Forty three hundred. Oh, not bad. A little less than half full. We've covered quite a few events that take place there. Matter of fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else we got on this one. Chris Harris, that do anything for you? Oh, the Wildcat, Chris Harris. Rick Steiner in singles action. Okay. DDP and Canyon. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. All right. We're down to the final two. All right. We got WCW. This is replacing uncensored. Greed. Oh, WCW greed. Final show. All right. I know. I mean, I know I've I've seen it a couple times. I just don't remember anything from it. I think that's one of the things, one of the reasons. Like when you look back on why WCW finally fucking closed, like all those pay per views that you listed off, I can't pull away. Like you should be able to pull away like at least one memorable moment from each pay per view. I can't pull shit, and the shit that you can pull, you pull it because it's not very good. Like remember when that bullshit happened? Yeah, <laughs> that sucked. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be one of those seasons. I think that we we're gonna we're we're gonna have a good time, but it's there's gonna be a lot to be critical of. That's for sure. I believe a deal was made just right. So this this show happened, and then, uh, I believe eight days later, the 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 thing closed. So, so is that show was, the nitro, the the thunder, then, then the then nitro, thunder and then yep, gotcha. So yeah, then we're gonna co- cover that final thunder and nitro and uh, recap and good riddance to WCW. Yeah, see you later, bitches. So let me ask you this. Yeah, hit me. What show are you looking forward to the most? I am. Oh boy, the recap. Yeah, probably the recap. 
Um, so out of all the shows I'm looking forward to the most, probably the final. So, oh boy. So I really am looking forward to the final Nitro. The final Nitro was fun from what I recall of it. And it was like they, the show finally had a little heart again, which is a shame because it's the last show. Uh, so I did enjoy that final intro, but out of the pay-per-views, I'm going to just toss it out there. I'm going to, I'm going to say the America, the great American bash. Cause I think that that was just filled with so much like weird, silly, stupid, just, just trash that it's going to be fun to watch. So, and like not fun to watch and like a, Hey, this is some really great wrestling action kind of a way. Like fun to watch in like it's a bad episode of Perfect Strangers, where the like the jokes were so bad they made you laugh for at least a year. So and that's that's I think the one I'm gonna tug on. I think my tug for this is Great American Bash. That's a good tug. I think they might have the scaffold match in that one. So look forward to that too. I I I'm looking forward to getting a taste of that triple cage action. I almost said that right away was that triple cage, but I don't know that there was much else on that card to get excited about. So that's why I went American bash. There's a yappa pie strap match. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pappy. There's that one. So it, we might get into a nice little groove here. Yeah, probably. Will. Episodes in. You got any picks for what you think the worst show might be? Yeah. I think the worst show, I'm going to say Fall Brawl. That lack of war games. The lack of war games, yeah. I think that's that's going to be, that's the big ticket there. because. So they tried to erase like all of the tradition of WCW. And not to say that WCW itself was like super rich in tradition, but the things that they did have, they should have just left. World War III. Well, World War Three was already gone, you know, at this point. But World War Three, like the War Games match, like that kind of stuff, just let it be. Like that, that's that's what people look forward to. It'd be like if they had the Royal Rumble and didn't have the Royal Rumble match. You know what I mean? Like there's there, I understand trying to hit the reset, but the good concepts leave them, right? Leave them, and they didn't do that. So I'm gonna go with Fall Brawl. Worst match. What do you got? Worst card, Worst. not match. Worst card and i could go worse match i guess i'm curious about this goldberg chronic thing <laughs> that's headline in your show it's either going to be real bad or real or real good yeah and i can't really imagine it being real good no <laughs> maybe if you maybe if you got both of them up in the jackhammer simultaneously simultaneous jackhammer would make it worth it yeah I bet he spears them both at the same time at some point. That's a spot that usually has to happen. I'm assuming that the the last pay-per-view is pretty bad. But actually, you know, a lot of stuff on the other on the undercard I could see as being pretty entertaining. They they actually had a lot of lot of young talent at this time. It kind of got overshadowed by the shit show going on in the main event, but you know, your three count. Your mama Luke's, your filthy animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of lot of fine young athletes there. So we'll go through a few more 
predictions and we'll kind of cover the, the you know just a quick synopsis of what's happened since the the end of our last episode leading into this one then we'll sign off sure so who who are you picking for mvp this year who's your who's your wrestler of the year my wrestler of the year is J E double F J A double R E double Jeff Jarrett slap nuts. Does that does that hurt him overall that he was the top guy when the company went to the shit house? Yeah, I think it does. Do you, you would because you're you're a dick, but I don't know if it wasn't his fault. He didn't write the shit. He just did his job. Did a damn fine job doing it too. So uh, that's interesting. He was the top. I mean, I think he was still the top guy when they closed, wasn't he? He and Steiner and DDP, Sid were kind of, you know, until Sid had his accident, were kind of trading the the belt. Okay. Yeah. So he, right, he was you, top who, top guy. Yeah. Right? Who do you think your top top guy is going to be? I mean, I see I see headline in several of these pay per views as two of your guys, Booker and Double J. Yeah. So maybe this is going to be your favorite season. Could be. I do like Booker T a lot too. Who am I going with here? Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark. I'm, I'm gonna go Vampiro. <laughs> That's not a bad shot because I remember Vampiro being pretty all right. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't know how many, I don't know how many shows he's on, but he's got a program with the stinger. So stinger. All right. I already picked my worst match. What do you, what do you got for a worst match? So I don't remember seeing this at all. But I'm going to say the scaffold match. <laughs> I I don't like fucking scaffold matches. I think they're ridiculous. I think they're silly. I don't think that there's really a spot for them. So, yeah, scaffold match. Worst match, definitely. How about best match? I think my pick for best match is probably going to be, I'm pretty sure, and watch, I'm going to say this, and this match probably never even fucking happened. I think... That Benoit and and Jarrett had a ladder match at some point. I think they did, and I could be wrong. But if they did, that's my pick for best match. That's the one. Yeah. Well, it's certainly not the Yapati. I think I'm gonna pick the Yapati. You think the, you think the Yapati is gonna be number return one? Huh? A, return a Hulkamania four corners strap match. Come on, man. I mean, Old it sounds, school. yeah, no, it's, you're right. It doesn't sound, you sold it pretty decently, but I think it's going to suck Nards. I bet there's a good Nards plow on that one. God, I hope so. All right, moving right along. Best tag team. Shit. So, I... You remember any of these guys? So, I remember the Young Dragons. I remember the Mama Lukes. I remember the combination of the Filthy Animals. Uh, 
some of the other just regular tag teams, I don't, rem- I don't necessarily. Re- I think like the like the Varsity Club is in there somewhere. The Varsity Club makes a makes the triumphant return. Yeah. So, but as far as any of them being a top tag team, I just don't remember them. I just don't remember like a solid tag team out of this era. So, uh, I, I'm just gonna throw I'm gonna throw a three count out there because I like I like some of the pieces in three count. Actually, not change my mind. Young Dragons. I'm gonna go Young Dragons. Young Dragons. Was Young Dragons was that a three way as well? Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay, maybe we should just go with that because there are several groups of guys. Yeah. So. And I guess they're kind of factions, but it's three or four guys that make up Team Canada, Filthy Animals, the Mama Luke's, Natural Born Thrillers. Right. Uh, well, if we're going with, like, best faction, I would go with Team Canada. Team Canada? Yeah. Yeah, that's how... Them are the Filthy Animals. I mean, the animals, they had Andrew Kidman. Douglas. Ray Mysterio. Do they have Douglas and Saturn as well? Probably. Yeah, sounds right. We're going to see several other factions come and go. The, was it the Millionaires Club? I think so. Or is that a TNA thing? It's one of the two. (laughs) Because, yeah, it was somebody who was battling it out with the Young Bloods, right? Right. The New Bloods. Yeah, the new bloods. I'm pretty sure it's the million. I think it was the Millionaires Club. I, I could be wrong, but it sounds right. There's there's going to be just a lot of weird shit to keep track of this year. Yes, that's for sure. Valet. They had a lot of valets. Oh yeah, they did. So there's only one right answer, though. That's the best part about this. During this time in WCW, they brought one of the greatest things to professional wrestling in the history of professional wrestling. That is uh, Stacy Keebler. Right. Yes. Right. We have a winner. I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, Tori Wilson, she was around. Yeah. I think Liz was still being held against her will. <laughs> entire fucking career (laughs) could you imagine liz in wrestling is a lot like a guy that goes to work at a factory since he was like fuck it he dropped out of school when he was 17 he had to go get a job so he went to go work at the local factory and 30 years later he's still at the local factory (laughs) and he fucking hates his job he fucking hates his life but he just keeps on showing up and it's like the boss parades him around like his his token guy that's uh this is (laughs) how how much turnover do you have at your company he's like well fucking clark has been here for 33 years clark come over here and clark just kind of walks over and he's like i i run that machine over there walks back that's what liz is like she's been running the same machine for 30 years and she fucking hates it it's pretty depressing man i know but you brought it up i did so we got liz i think i think woman's gone yeah no woman woman i think deborah's gone as well god that's a good thing is kim gone no, I think she's still around. She's no, she is. 
she is around. She has like a feud with Liz. Oh yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Not going to be feud of the year for you. It is not going to be feud of the year for me. It's bad, man. I caught some of this on a on some 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 nitros and some thunders and stuff like that. It's bad. It's bad. I think one of us is going to have to de- dedicate ourselves to the nitros, and one of us is going to have to do the thunders. Yeah, that's uh, a good more idea. of a more of a complete idea of what's going on here. But I, Daphne was also there. She was Daphne good. was she was fantastic. Yeah, I believe she held a men's title at some point. It was either the hardcore or the cruiserweight title. Nice. Of course, we got Major Guns, uh, Miss Madness. Oh yeah, and Medusa. Medasia. Medasia as well. Yeah. And fucking Scotty Steiner, he had a he had a whole harem. He had a uh, complete harem. It's kind of like a godfather type of deal a little so bit. Don't we, do we get gorgeous George as well? Or is she already gone? I bet she's in there too. Macho man, he had a harem. He had Yeah. Yeah. His madness and yeah. Yeah. There's quite quite a quite a few ladies around. A couple harems. Maybe maybe on the recap episode we'll do best and worst harem. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Manager, was there any managers? Dudes? I, well, I'm sure Jimmy Hart was around. I guarantee. He's a safe Jimmy pick. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure he probably won the hardcore belt too. <laughs> trying to think of who else might have been managing. Nobody jumps off the. I mean, wait. I think Clarence Mason is there, but not as Clarence Mason. He might be in like Harlem Heat 2000. I could be way oh, off, yeah. but I think there, yeah, there's something. I, I think Clarence shows up. Not as Clarence Mason as something else, but yeah, I think he's there. Did we cover Worst Wrestler yet? No. We didn't. No. All right. Well, we'll just uh, we'll give Clarence Mason and Jimmy Hart a tie for manager of the year because I can't think yeah. of any others. I think our, I think our guy Robert Andy's out of the picture. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so that segues nicely into into worst wrestler. And I, sure, you mentioned uh, Harlem Heat two thousand. Yeah, it's kind of softball pick there for Big T, aka yeah. the fat Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, Big T is a pretty solid pick, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see a little, little bit of Big T working. Uh, I I have a hard time not picking Goldberg. I just... I, but then how do you pick against like an older Lex Luger? <laughs> That's the other thing. <laughs> like Lex Luger got older, and I, I'm going to say... I'm going to go with Lex Luger. Yeah. I think Luger's a safe pick. Yeah. Not as safe as Big T, though. (laughs) Big fat ass T is a pretty sweet pick. I've been doing a little bit of research. Looks like we got some real old Dusty Rhodes on a few of these shows. Oh, that's exciting. And I mean, the, the David Arquette is an obvious choice, but I'm still going with Big T. I'm still going with Lex Luger. So do we want to take a worst valet or manager? Did we cover that yet? 
No, nah, I mean, I don't think that there's like Tim. It's hard because Nobody I don't remember you real bad or don't remember. I'm gonna say yeah, it, it's probably Kim. As far as like uh, valet, worst valet, it's either Kim or Liz. I just I can't decide which one I go with. Hmm. Probably Liz. Yeah, well, maybe she does something interesting this year. We'll see. She's in a feud. Never seen her wrestle a match, so that'll be something. Yeah, I don't think she wrestles in the match, but I, she's definitely in a feud. I bet she's in a match, man. We'll see. I Now I kind of hope she is. All right, what else do we got here? Those are most of the major categories. All right. So there's a, there's a few things we got to... I got to, maybe we'll do a word association here. All right. Word association. Uh, give me an initial word and then you can just spew on it. All right. All right. I'm, I'm okay with that. All right. The powers that be. (laughs) A tough time finding a word over there. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. And I say interesting because they had the powers that be, and it was like a weird, we're going to halfway pull the curtain back, and they never really like pulled it all the way back. They worked it into the storyline. They tried to do a blended, and it, it was Vince Russo, and you could always tell it was Vince Russo, but at the same time, I, I'm pretty sure La Parca was in the powers that be, along with the Harrisburg. Like, it was a weird fucking state. And Kurt Henning was like a spokesman for the powers that be at one point. Really weird, but it was it was kind of... It was kind of interesting at first, but it was it wasn't executed very well. So uh, I'm going to say interesting, poor, poor, but interesting. Poor but interesting. Yeah. Ready to rumble. Iconic. <laughs> it's got uh, what's his name, Jimmy the King. Jimmy the King, yeah. Sean wants the Sean wants the Britney Bear ass buffet. (laughs) What is she gonna do? Boob him to death? That's such a fucking amazing movie. Yeah, that's 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 an iconic movie. Love it. The Magnificent Seven. You remember these guys? I don't. No recollection. Forgettable. I'm gonna say forgettable. That's a good call. They were a group for the last like two weeks, <laughs> two, three from January to March of 2001. Okay. We had the Steiners. All right. Reuniting both of them. Good for them. Nice. Yeah. Totally buff. Road Warrior Animal. Ric Flair. Double J. Huh, yeah, I don't remember that at all. They also had honorary members Chris Canyon, Chavo Guerrero, referee Mike Sanders, and Team Canada. And that was the Magnificent Seven. That's like 14 guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. How How about Goldberg? What do you think of Goldberg? Disappointing. Yeah, disappoint. He so 
I said it a couple, I don't know, a couple years back, where it's like you know they shot shit, they shot him to the moon, and then they realize that you're not supposed to shoot shit at the moon. <laughs> and they 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 just pumped him up so hard and so fast, and he never really worked any other kind of match than his fucking five minute get in there bang bang type of match. So they didn't do him any favors, and it's not his fault. He was doing his job. He was doing what he was told. So it's not his fault. It's their fault. But he never ended up working a style of match that would work with, like, a group of different people. You know what I mean? You see Jeff Jarrett. He can work many different styles, many different matches. Ric Flair, many different styles, many different matches. HBK, different styles, different matches. Goldberg works one match. And it worked for him for a long time. But it's, it's just disappointing. I mean, think with his with his athleticism, and he's got some decent charisma. What he could have been if they actually taught him right and brought him along, kind of, you know, what I mean, the, the uh, brought him along a little bit better than they did. Maybe we'll get to see that uh, Goldberg Broadway match in this in this run. Probably not, man. I I bet he's got tops twelve minutes in him. Tops. He's facing the Hitman on our first show, so we're gonna. And what is right up there for, there's a lot of bad moments, but that's one of the probably worst moments in your, for, for you. Saddest moment in professional wrestling. We're referring also, of course, to, you know, Goldberg messing up here. Yeah. That was something, too. He was, he was kind of always known as an unsafe guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the... Let me ask you this about Goldberg, and then we'll yeah. move on from this guy. Yeah. Uh, so the Goldberg squash machine, right? Mm-hmm. Did you appreciate it for what it was? Like yes. the guy who just comes in here, kicks everybody's ass all the way up to Hulkster? So that's that's where I think that's where they fucked up. Because they should have, when he was squashing everybody, it was fun. Uh, it was exciting to see him rip through like, you know, sick boy, right? But, <laughs> and this is just, just just my opinion, but I think that he should have been ripping through everybody, gotten TV title shot, face a little bit of adversity, but still won TV title. Mm. And then he's facing, you know, he's facing TV title contenders all the way up to the U.S. championship. And I still think that if they had him undefeated, it's still okay. Gets up to the U.S. title, and I think it's okay if he even grabs the U.S. title and is still undefeated. But it's around that time where they have to stop the madness of, of, of the streak at some point, right? He has to. But if they don't do that and he keeps going undefeated, he shouldn't have gone undefeated all the way to the belt because there's nowhere you can possibly go with him as a character because once he loses... All of a sudden, he's flat. The streak's no more. Everybody loved the streak. You know, 180 and 0, 181, and like everybody was pumped about the streak. But once the streak is gone, what do you have? You have renegade and black tights. Mm. You know, I, and uh, it's not, I guess I'm not trying to speak poorly because I do think he's got some good charisma and he guy can move and all that. But without having a, a well rounded skill set, there's not much you can 
you can do with him. So especially was just tearing through everybody. I think he fucking beat the entire flock the night he won the United States title. So how do you like what do you do with that? You have him run through everybody in the company and he's just that's just who he is. He's Mr. Undefeated forever. There's there's just not much you can do. And there's not much you can do from like a character development standpoint either if his character is just the guy that squashes everybody. So kind of like an ultimate warrior type deal. Yeah, but warrior, warrior lost. Yeah. Not for a while. It was kind of a similar sort of he just kicked everybody's ass with two moves. Yeah. But yeah, Warrior didn't he didn't have that type of a streak or anything, but mm-hmm. you know, there was some maybe once they got him worked up to the US title or where he's getting into be contention for the top prize, have him actually face a Benoit or something like that. Right. You know, get a match out of him. Yeah. Well, and you know? on Monday Nitro, he faced Regal, and Regal was supposed to get a match out of him. And it looked like shit, and he busted Regal's nose up. Like, it was really bad because Goldberg didn't know exactly how to work an actual wrestling match. And if you can't work a match with William Regal, you should be back to the power plant. And here he is, one of the more iconic yeah. <laughs> res- wrestlers in history. Yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about some of the- There is a lot of shit happening at this time. All right, next up for you, West Texas Rednecks. Hated it. So what, we just went to hate? <laughs> Word association, just go I, hate? I kind of liked them. They, they feuded with the No Limit Soldiers, Master P's group. Right. I, I didn't. So, Kurt Henning's one of our our Minnesota guys. So to have him be one of the leaders of the West Texas Rednecks, I didn't like. I did like Bobby Duncan Jr. I thought he was a pretty good performer, but yeah, I didn't like the group at all. I hate country music too, and they loved country music. So, <laughs> and Mr. Perfect just singing country music, cowboy yep. hat. Yeah. Minnesota guy, West Texas. Yep. yep. Yeah. How about the Misfits? We're going to get to see the Misfits wrestle. I don't have fond memories of them wrestling. So, Miss, I, word is, if you're going to give me word association, I get one, one word with uh, the Misfits and WCW. I'm going to say mistake. Mm. It's not like they were a hot act at this time either. Like, if you're no, going to grab a band to be like in the mix you grab somebody that's a little bit more you know, well known or has a bigger following than Misfits like I know everybody when you see the Misfits skull you know it's the Misfits but I don't think that ever you can point to somebody and be like hey you know what that shirt is you know what the band is now tell me you know three of their songs mm. cool imagery yeah that's for sure so we're going to get Jerry only, and I think Michael Graves and Doyle. That'll be oh, Doyle, oh, Doyle rules. <laughs> All right. And a couple more in this, a couple more in this little section for you here. 
Vince Russo. Sad. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. Sometimes I feel bad for Vince Russo. So he's a he's a he's a he's a loudmouth. He's a he's a very brash guy. But the problem is he went from from WWE and uh, a lot of people thought he was sent to WCW to destroy WCW. And while it sounds ridiculous, I think it's possible. And he probably had a lot of great ideas here and there, but he needed the, he needed a, a filter, right? He had a bunch of shit that needed to get sifted through to catch the good ideas when they came out. And when he got to WCW, it was just throw all the shit at the wall and it was bad. It was really bad. So he came up with some good things while in WWF, but he was part of a group. Right. And in WCW, I don't know that he had that same type of group around him to do the sifting through ideas. But I think that he also takes a lot more shit than he necessarily deserves. He doesn't help himself. I mean, loudmouth guy does not help himself. Mm. But sometimes I just feel bad for him because I was like, man, the dude's still like, he's still a person. Right. Like he doesn't, every day you can find somebody shitting on Vince Russo. And I don't think you need to shit on him every day. Like, he hasn't even been active in wrestling for a while now. Like, let's stop shitting on him for shit that happened 20 years ago. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. Right? I think putting the title on himself, there's a lot of this type of bullshit happening. So they were they were juggling writers during this time, too. Your guy, The Task, was a writer. Nash was a writer at one time and wrote, wrote himself the championship. Um, I think, yeah, I think him making himself, then again, Vince McMahon made himself champion. So, yeah. uh, Yeah. Maybe we do got to stop hating. Yeah. You, I mean, again, he's, he's, he's a boy. How do I put it? In a lot of cases, I think he's a victim of circumstances that he created on his own. But at the same time, like the company has been gone for long enough where we can just fucking let the guy live, right? <laughs> like he tweets something out, and I guarantee uh, underneath every tweet that he's ever put out, there's some prick out there that goes, Yeah, why don't you just make David Arquette the champion? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like well, motherfucker. <laughs> Can't the guy like have a breath? Like, can't so that's why I said Vince Russo. It's, to me, it's just kind of a, the whole thing's sad. Mm. All right, last but not least, NWO two thousand, the last incarnation in WCW. Remember anything about that? Yeah. Uh, an oppor- I would say opportunity. Your guy, Bret Hart, was the uh, the the leader of the group to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that... I think there was a chance for... And, and like, they shouldn't have made it, NWO 2000. Like, that's... But at this time, I mean, everything... Putting a 2000 on it made it, made it cooler, right? Mm-hmm. Uh 
but I don't think I don't think it was bad in theory, but the this shit just never happened. I don't think like usually when you rehash something, it's not as good. You know what I mean? So they tried to rehash the NWO, which maybe maybe a new Four Horsemen would have been better at this time than a new NWO. But the NWO was such a money maker. I understand them wanting to put a new NWO together. I mean, for nothing else than for the fucking merch sales. So I understand uh, why you would do it. Maybe move the pieces around a little bit. I don't think Bret Hart really fit the NWO. I would have loved to have seen Bret Hart as a Ford, as a, as a horseman. I think that would have been great. But uh, I think it was an opportunity. It was a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. That could be said about Bret Hart's whole time there. WCW, yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of the Millennium, so this first show we're going to be covering is Starcade 99. is the last show of the Millennium. And we're going to have the Millennium Man, Sid Vicious, winning a couple titles and messing up his leg real bad. So, yeah, it's, I mean, they threw 2000 after a lot of shit here. Oh. It was, it was the thing, you know? So, mm-hmm. but. All right. Well, I mean, since we last left off at Starcade '96, what happened to Starcade '96? It's been so long. Mm, boy, we had pipe. The Hulkster doing something. Hulkster in the pipe. Yeah, Hulkster oh, and pipe. Right. That was the main event. So in between then and now, we've had the NWO broke into the NWO Wolfpack. The black and white. We had the elite. We had the B team. <laughs> we had Goldberg hadn't even made an appearance yet. We had Goldberg's whole streak. Mm-hmm. All the shit with Bret Hart happened. We pretty yeah. much missed Bret Hart's whole time in between in those three years there. Yeah. And I think Bischoff had been fired or demoted or something like that for I, th- I think they sent him home yeah from what i've heard that the company would after doing real well for a couple of years was was really hemorrhaging money badly i think that's oh. why they they sent him back and uh, which is crazy because they were selling out a quarter of arenas <laughs> I know. paying <laughs> paying hulkster a couple mil in appearance you know, and... right <laughs> So, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, even though I got to admit, I've been trying to get into this season that I can't make it through the first event. I've been trying. It's going to be, it's not going to be easy to make it through because like, I don't know that at this point, like long-term storytelling was a priority for him. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see kind of how, how the, how that final run of this WCW plays out because they're just they're all over the fucking place and it's 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 disconnected and the the action's bad. I changed my mind. Worst wrestler of the year is Tank Abbott. I just remembered right now in my mind Tank Abbott's the worst wrestler of the year, so I'm changing my pick. Sorry, I didn't mean to go all the way in reverse, but it just came to me. Um, Did they put him in the Misfits in action? I don't know. They he was, I just. Yeah, his name's Tank. His right? name's Tank. It would have made sense, right? <laughs> so uh, I know that I just thought about that. Now I remember Tank Abbott was there, and he was really fucking bad. He was like a bad Ken Shamrock in the ring when Ken Shamrock first showed up. So, um, 
but it is it's it's disconnected right much like what, what i just did it's it's all over the fucking place mm-hmm. so uh it, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to find a flow within the shows and and all that um there's gonna be a lot of turns a lot of quick turns but it it's i think it's gonna be fun man this would be a lot of stupid shit and, and that's part of kind of you know it's part of why we like watching this shit talking about it so <laughs> There's there's a few new things in this season that the well the hardcore division they just straight lifted that from the the federation. There's a few things that they basically stole or Russo brought with them whatever. Uh there was also for a short time a cruiserweight tag team division. Do you remember anything about that? Not a ton. But it, that was pretty much just young, young dragons and three count. I think that were. I think so. That. Yeah, I think I think it came out towards the end. And did they did they also have a three man belt? Did they introduce that or no? I I'm not sure. I gen I genuinely just don't remember. It's a lot of shit going on, man. They they were a very active. They were a very active company. <laughs> All right, just to give you a taste here, all right? This is outrageous. Okay. So our our season is starting at the it's at the end of 1999. Mm-hmm. Right? Right around Christmas time, Bret Hart's the world champion. Over the next month, this is the first month. Bret Hart's the champion. Vacates the title. Bret Hart's the champion again. Vacates the title. Wait Chris Benoit's Chris Benoit's the champion. Vacates the title. Sid Vicious is champion. Vacates the title. Kevin Nash is champion. Sid Vicious is champion, and the title is vacant again. Holy this shit! Is, that's just since that's the, in start the first hit? month. Yeah. Wow. This is going to be a fucking wild ride. It's uh, it's gonna be like too much to pay attention to. I think they had lost Bobby the Brain by this time, which will make these a uh, little more difficult to get through. Yeah, but I'm getting a little stoked, man. I was hoping you would. Like at first, you're like, "Why are we even doing?" Like we talked about it a little bit, and I was like, "No, that's what we're doing. We're doing it right. It's gonna be fun." And then you're like, "I don't know, man. I don't know why we're even doing this. Shouldn't we do?" AWA in '88, <laughs> something, something good, you know? right? Yeah. A hometown flavor, right? No, but that's so. Do we're we're gonna cover this? It's there's gonna it's gonna be a ton of trash. It's gonna be fun. There'll be a gem here and there. I mean, shit. Nature Boy gets a world title reign in the year 2000. Right, right. There's a couple of them. Well, see, and every year there's something, right? We had the Heavenly Bodies, right? We had Savio Vega. We had Bunkhouse Buck. Mm-hmm. And this year, I don't know what it's going to be, but there's going to be something that, that we love and appreciate about, about this run of wrestling. Yeah, I think you're right. I'd, I'd mentioned a little bit earlier about the, the undercard kind of unsung guys. We get, you know, your guy Candido's in there. Cruiserweight yeah. division still stacked. Yep. We get Terry Funk. Maybe the Funker's the guy. We got the Cruiserweight division. Right, Funker's a guy, and there's probably more stables 
this year than the Federation season of stables that we covered. It has ever been in the Federation. So, and I mean, the Varsity Club, <laughs> they're reuniting for our first show. I mean, <laughs> I'm starting to get a little little pumped, man. Hey, hey, Rotunda. <laughs> you still got Rick Steiner's number? Thinking about bringing back the Varsity Club. <laughs> you got your you got your jacket with the letter on it? The V for Varsity Club. I think that's also one of the reasons I'm excited about the season is that I get to I get to still do the task impression. <laughs> Right, right. That was one of the, that was one of the one of the highlights from last season. Right, really right. latched onto that that <laughs> taskmaster impression. You think the master was a good student athlete? <laughs> he could probably be in a varsity club. <laughs> the master. I gotta work on my task. <laughs> Maybe I'll just leave task to you. How about that? Might be a good idea. <laughs> Oh, we got the Masters, uh, either son or grandson. Yeah, artist. it's 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 one of the two. Yeah, Ukea. Yeah, uh, so that'll be good. Yeah. All right, man, I'm ready to get into this. You got any, uh, any closing thoughts on the year of and change here that we're going to be tackling? Uh, it's a big it's a big mountain, right? We're going to climb to the top of it. We're going to stick our flags in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to slide one into the top of the mountain, and then we're going to slide back down on the other side and see how it happens, right? Slide one into the mountain. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to slide one into the mountain, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride the master back down to base camp. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't, I can't thank you enough for all the time. Thanks for tuning in to the year of Duke and Rogue. This is our preview episode of our new season, the basically the end of the road for WCW. And if you're hearing this, it's on a new platform we just debuted about a week or two ago, the Gorilla Brain Wrestling Podcast. Matter of fact, you can go back and listen to shit about 80, 90 hours of us jibber jabbering about wrestling on there right now go back and listen to all of it <laughs> all the episodes of the year of are, are up on there on anchor and all the other spotify all them spots and the the tot spot they just they got a new episode out check that thing out they're gonna have the back catalog coming up soon i mean that's it for me you can you can slide one in there man can slide one in there. <laughs> Climb to the top of the mountain. <laughs> slide one in the mountain. Uh, yeah, no, awesome. It's uh, it's a new platform. I was gonna uh, kind of piggyback on what you're saying. Uh, you can follow it at uh, at uh, GBW Pods on Twitter. Uh, you can go ahead and like the Facebook group. It's Gorilla Brain Wrestling Pods uh, podcast on on Facebook. There's an Instagram up, man. Hit that hit that uh, five star button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit the follow button. I'm asking you to hit all the buttons. 
hit the button. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 it, we got a lot more exciting stuff coming on the way here at, at the Gorilla Brain Wrestling Podcast. Uh, so we got we got some shows coming up with uh, with three the uh, the three amigos uh, coming together for some more stuff. It's gonna be fun. We got a lot of fun stuff planned. Uh, thank you to everybody that's uh, that's come along for the ride. I appreciate all of you. And I believe we got some swag. So if you want to interact with us, become friends, we'll get you something. Oh, you'll get some stuff, man. You'll get some stuff. Check out that PWTs. That's good. It's coming out here. Uh, by the time this is out, you might be able to go on to PWTs and grab yourself some sweet new. We got some sweet new Europe Duke Pro shirts coming. You got some sweet Todd Spot shirt coming. Yeah, little break. And we got a special shirt coming. It's a secret. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a giveaway. We might have to do a giveaway Hollywood style. We're gonna do a giveaway. It's gonna be Hollywood style giveaway. <laughs> All right, we're gonna try to keep this one short. So, new bags. Seven rules. Slide one.